Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. From Justice, this week Edwina's back on the road. Drake Hall Governor Carl introduces me to a great example of how women who have suffered trauma are being helped in Staffordshire. Sometimes you just want to pick up the phone and you just want to just cry for this family because it's just so heartbreaking. We really feel very strongly about our team ethos because we're all here for our charitable purposes and and our beliefs and I I like to think that that helps support those kind of distressing times as well. Edwina joins Carl Hardwick on a tour of a women's refuge set up by Staffordshire Women's Aid and meets Chief Executive Dickie James. So Carl, we're on our way to Staffordshire Women's Aid. Um, can, can you just tell me why uh, you specifically advised us that we should go? Okay, I heard that you were thinking of potentially looking at an alternative to custody. And when we were looking at the uh, community prisons for women... I got involved with Staffordshire Women's Aid and we looked at their, the architecture of this new building here and it's a very clever design. It allows the women who are um, subject to domestic violence to have their own space with their own children but also have community areas and have a very secure and safe place to stay. And it's modern, it's bright, um, it's economically built well it it didn't cost a huge fortune but it is very secure for anybody who wants to harm those women and the women there where are they on the criminal justice they're not on the criminal justice scale at all they're subject of domestic violence so So it's a it's a refuge yeah Yeah. but but we looked at for community prisons because the principles of safety provided here could be applied exactly the same to the women in a community prison. So that's why I was very interested in looking at, at the design of this. And how many women would it cater to? Um, it has flats for 12 women, I believe. So separate flats of 12? They're all separate flats okay. within, the, within the constraints of the uh, sort of outer building. Yeah, and it's quite new. When was it built? Um, it's a, it only officially opened in February this year. Okay. So it is, it is brand spanking and new, yeah. yeah. Under the government's white paper, there was going to be a proposal of some community prisons. That has seemed to be kicked into the long grass at the moment. They weren't really going to be in the community, though, were they? They were going to be next door to male prisons. Attached to <laughs> male prisons. So we were really keen, as a group of prison governors from the female estate, to make them as trauma-informed and as 
positive of the environment for the women who are going to live there as we could. So we got involved with the design and we had focus groups with the women from the prison asking them what they would like. And it sort of described what we're going to see here today. You know, individual living or in small groups, not in large groups. Some communal areas that you can share and an area where visitors can interact in a really positive way with you. And, and you look at this and you'll see that it, it ticks a lot of those boxes. And I, and I think a really key piece um, that I know that they're good at doing is um, the children and keeping the children with the mothers somehow. Do you know any more about that? Because that, that often seems to be the piece that people grapple with. How do you cater for a woman when you don't know how many children she has or what age they might be from naught to whatever age? Yeah. They have support workers who work alongside the women, ensuring that the family stays together and can help with the logistics and the emotional difficulties of that. But they also um, they work with the women to make their own decisions to keep their own children and work with the children to make sure that their stay there is a positive one. Also, the actual going back to architecture. They are flats with separate rooms so you can hold boys and girls separately to keep all the safeguarding right. Uh, and they're very flexible and you can use them in such a way that it can be suitable for a teenager or a toddler. They're our chosen charity, so it links with the money that we raise within the prison. So we've had several charitable events for both staff and prisoners and the money goes back out to Staffordshire Women's Aid. We also send some of our women who've done the beauty course to come and do beauty days down here. And we also send the gardeners who come and do some of the gardens. And they also supply the domestic violence courses for my prison, so they, we pay them to deliver that. So they're the experts, so why have someone else deliver it when you've got an expert on your doorstep who can come and deliver that course? Hi. So it's more secure than my prison. <laughs> so we've just come up to see one of the um, flats, one of the empty flats, number six, number six on the door. So how many bedrooms in each flat? This is a big flat. This is three bedroom flat. Three bedrooms and quite big, quite so big rooms. With eight, a woman and seven. We can yeah. do, we can move beds and shift and get more beds in and stuff right. like that if we needed to. Yeah, and so it's so roomy and light yeah, and room for the children. Yeah. How, how do you organise that? Yeah, so they've got the dining room here, we've got the lounge there, and then we've got the bedrooms there. The children, they've got a beautiful playroom and a beautiful play park outside. Yeah, it's fantastic. There. And then we've got a huge communal room as well where we do group activities and stuff. Yeah, and a lovely kitchen. Yeah, with everything in there. All brand spanking new. Yeah. We've got fridge, uh, washer dryer, fridge freezer. They can literally come in because everything is here. Yeah. Crockery, cutlery, everything is yeah. here for them to start making it into their little home for while they're here. Amazing. So we've got three, three bedrooms, six two bedrooms, and three one bedrooms. So how long might you have a vacancy for? Not long. Like we are 24 hours. Could be that we turn these flats around very quickly because we've got a waiting list. Of how many? Um, at the moment, I think we've possibly got five people on the waiting list. Right, and your total occupancy is? 12 women. And it, we, I think we can take up to 35 children. Do women typically have children? You don't normally get women? We've got, we've got, we've got three flats, three single flats that we can accommodate just a single woman coming in. Okay. 
But is it more typical that they have children, or is, is it not? Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Unbalanced. Yeah. 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 Yeah, lovely. It is nice. Yeah, really nice. And are the women, when they sort of come in, what's their reaction to it? That must be quite, I mean, they're used to... Because I think they've got their own perception of what the refuge is going to look like. That may be a bit run down and the curtain's not hung Mm. properly and stuff like that. So, yeah. So we're like, you've got this, you've got that. And Mm. they're like, oh my God. Tears. Tears. Mm. And what states... Usually, because I'm sort of, I guess, more used to the state that women might turn up to prison in. But here it's obviously different in the sense that they're coming to a place of safety. safety. Yeah. Yet they've come from a really horrific yeah. situation. Yeah. So what, I think when they turn up, how is it for you? How are they? It can be very different mm. with every individual, really, that comes through the door, I would say. Um, relief. Right. Safety. Right. Um, overwhelmed that she's actually done it mm. you know she's actually fled and there's people there that are helping her along the way to get here mm. so it can be quite a mixture and what's yeah. the average stay here um it depends on every individual really somebody might be quite quick in wanting to be moving out and getting their new home and just getting back back on track again and then with some people that might be the furthest thing from their mind they're just dealing with the impact of the experience they've the, the dealing with it mm. and they need, they need time to process that they need time to just go through it um, until they're actually ready to look at practical things like housing so do you have a maximum stay um not really but we've, we've, we've i think the longest women have stayed for a year is about 12 months right because i suppose you don't want them to become dependent on no that's right yes yeah. place yeah yeah and they're that they're at that stage they're ready yeah, they're more than ready. So it's like, right, well, that's it. Now you're ready. We'll we'll, we'll fly with you. Mm. Let's get this get where you want to be. Sort yeah. of thing. And how intense is the work here that you have to do with the women, or is it kind of hands off? Is it like you're here now, you're safe, no, just be? It's very intense. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's down to every individual. Everyone's different. Different story. Different experience. Mm. So what kind of things might you help them with? Is it sort of cooking, parenting, or not that? Right. All of those. So this is Dickie oh, James oh. played Edwina. Hi, so nice to meet you. No, don't worry at all. Yeah, no, we were just being talked through kind of everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's a fab building. It's still beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know about you, but every time I walk into the building, I kind of forget when I'm coming through the doors that feeling of peace and that kind of therapeutic feel. I don't know. Mm. I think it's partly the design of the building and partly the purpose of the building, but it, there is something very... It, it's got good bricks or something, but yeah. it works, you know. And um, you were... Were you um, sort of behind the design? Did you lead it? What role did you play in? Well, it took us ten years to get here. Right. Um, and a lot of determination. So very fast really. compared with the prison service. Very fast. <laughs> Hi, 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 you know, working with agencies like the police and, yeah. and, and social services, yeah. that actually, you know, it goes back to that thing that we're, we're here to represent 
the voice and the needs of the women and children and we don't really you know they're there to represent their agencies and mm. their needs so it, it it is challenging isn't it and at what point in the sort of journey for a woman to get here where do you sort of fit in so she's having troubles at home yeah she knows about you and what makes contact like how, how does it i mean if she's reported to the police um the police automatically send the referral over okay. to us so within about 24 hours we usually get a f- referral from the police uh, and then we would make contact with her and offer us support okay. at that stage she, so it's she really not necessarily coming no, here we, we, no. we may help her to be safe at home right which is a bit you know we'd much rather that happened if we can but some families are. and that would be looking at getting security measures installed getting injunctions in place everything to try and keep her as safe as possible at mm. home uh, rather than her having to leave um, to come into refuge Right. So that this residential aspect that you have here, because of course there's lots of women's centres around the country. I know you're slightly different to a women's centre, but you're providing services for women, and a lot of them don't have the beds. And it seems to me that it's it's the beds and that sort of safety, be it for one night or yeah. for a year, is really crucial to the reasons why women yeah. end up in prison. Because well, of course, their lives are shattered, aren't they? Mm. You know, um, all that kind of um, infrastructure is gone in a way or they didn't have it adequately in the first place and the women who move on to become independent successful and kind of having a strong vision of their own future mm. do it themselves yeah. what we're about is enabling them to find the means to do that mm. and you know sometimes lives are so shattered and so broken that what you're talking about Edwin, the accommodation um, that space to rebuild lives mm. is the only way it's going to happen. Sort of really. become human again. Yeah. 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 And typically yeah. with the women here, how long will have they have been suffering in silence, as it were? Because I know it takes quite a lot, doesn't it, to get people to the point where they might go, and then that's the most dangerous time for them, mm. that point of leaving, from what I understand. Statistics show that I think um, a woman will withstand up to about 35, 36 incidents of violence before leaving to go into refuge. And even then it's not plain sailing because, again, statistics show that you could come in and out of refuge up to seven times before finally leaving that relationship. You're listening to Justice. This week, Edwina's on the road as she tours a refuge set up by Staffordshire Women's Aid and meets Chief Executive Dickie James. Not everybody's the same, but they would have been given a heads up this morning yeah. that male visitors were coming. Yeah, but you couldn't, you wouldn't have a male staff. I'm just interested yeah. to explore that because some places sort of say, yes, you know, we have to. And then other places are very adamant. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I mean, it's one of the principles of our practice, really. And it's very similar to that kind of trauma-informed model, which is that when women have suffered male violence, we know that what works is an all-women space. It's nothing personal. It, mm. it, we just know that it works better in going through that trauma. I mean, we have teenage boys here, and so we're very conscious that... You know, we're not about saying, oh, men are terrible or, you know, don't go near. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah. them again or yeah. anything like that. And we work very hard for the boys that are here to have a, a positive masculine identity. Absolutely. But we know that all women's spaces actually lend for a, a, a better recovery mm. and you know it's around what pe people have suffered in their past and how their confidence has been knocked because of what they've been through mm. but it doesn't mean that they can't go out there and meet men or have mm. new boyfriends or whatever yeah. you know so it's a practice principle yeah really. and on that point about the sort of teenage boys do you do any work with them to help them understand that they may love their father very much but actually the situation was, I mean, how much can you get involved in that we stuff? We have specialist children's workers yeah. who work with young people, and I think you've done a bit of it, haven't you, Hannah? Mm -hmm. Would you like to respond yeah, to that? Yeah, yeah. I used to work in our other refuge that we had, supporting uh, all the children within the refuge, um, and that was kind of getting them in, getting them settled, understanding why they were there, and creating a safe place for them really to kind of explore their thoughts and feelings around dad and how they felt about dad because obviously they're suddenly come away from a you know a very strange environment to then come to somewhere even more strange and not having those home comforts so yeah. it's and about exploring it's like do I love dad or is he evil or is he someone that should be loved or avoided or hated it must be so confusing and I think you get quite a lot of mixed reactions from from children depending on their age as well and depending on how much they've kind of witnessed you know a very young child might not have the understanding I know a lot of women used to say oh, we're just on holiday and we try and protect some women were still uh, allowing contact or some children were still having to have contact with their their fathers so it's it is a strange and, and everybody is different and, and from your point of view as a staff member I mean it's a traumatic world to be working yeah. in yeah. and just thinking of these issues is sort of upsetting so how do you as um, a staff base kind of deal with some of the horrific Lots of supervision <laughs> yeah. what is an appropriate amount of supervision is well, it we say every eight weeks but I think managers are very much on call all the time really yeah. to kind of have that we just need to kind of release this or we need to, you know, we've got a very complex case on at the moment that we've kind of been dealing with for five years and it's really quite traumatic and sometimes you just want to pick up the phone and you just want to just cry for this family because it's, it's just so heartbreaking. We have an incredibly committed team. That's, I think, as well as the supervision and one-to-one and -one support is that we really feel very strongly about our team ethos because we're all here for our charitable purposes and 
and our beliefs and I, I like to think that that helps support those kind of distressing times as well mm. so um, we're in the communal space Dickie of this um, refuge yeah forward house we call it forward house yes right yes. and I can see that you've got an area for toddlers and what looks like an area for teenagers so can you just talk us through why each space is important and how they're, how they're used yes of course well it's an amazing space as far as we're concerned because we can do so much in it Um, this particular space is open and available to the women and children all the time unless there's an activity going on Mm. so it's got a little kitchen here uh, so they can help themselves to tea and coffee have a look yes certainly it's not huge is it but it's amazing what you can do actually with a small footprint yes the women can come in here just if they just fancy sitting around the table together for a chat. Yeah. We have breakfast club three times a week. Yeah. And we have a lot of educational activities here. We've just had some art workshops to design something for the outside of the playroom. We had some workshops last year because Stafford Festival was putting on Othello. Right. And it occurred to us that it was a real domestic violence story. And so the producer sort of came to us and asked us to advise the actors on how best to represent that. A couple of artists came in and the women designed some sculptures that were shown at the castle where the festival was. So there's a lot of stuff that we do here. Flexible. Yeah. Birthday parties and Uh, staff parties. Birthday parties, staff parties. We had our volunteers here last year. Huge Christmas dinners. Huge Christmas dinners. Sally's pantry, yes. so everybody joins in cooking something, yeah. you know, and um, it, 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 it's a really wonderful space. And our trustees come here every couple of months for their meetings because they like to see what their trustees are. They like to see the children yeah, absolutely. banging really on the window in the yeah. middle of the meeting and stuff. Exactly. I think I told you earlier about yeah. the importance of the teenage room. Obviously, we're very conscious of our internet safety. So you've got two computers here, yeah. space for sort of three. Yes. Um, and um, how often are they used? Um, depending on the population. I mean, if we've got quite a few teenagers in, they're used very frequently. Yeah. I mean, even with the safety measures, we have to really keep an eye on that. Yeah, you know, Because they're vulnerable. Yeah, and also, women. so many children are so brilliant at I computers. Know. They can do Best things that... No, I mean, I wouldn't know how to make yeah. it safe. But we, you know, we do sort of pull in some help. And and these were... Football again, table. And what do you by call local this? rotary. Air hockey. Air hockey. I was going to say air Sudoku. The Sabutio, isn't there? there is Sabutio. the other one. Yeah. Anybody who, who likes children will like this room because it's so bright and happy. And I don't think that we could possibly find a measure of the expression on the faces of children when they first arrive here and I they see imagine. this. I it, can it's imagine. Ju- you know, you have to... I'm sure you appreciate that they've lived under control sometimes all their lives and so when they first arrive they go a bit mad in this space you know throwing things around and the lead on our children's team always says give them two weeks and once they've been here for two weeks they'll calm down and she's invariably right once they sort of 
reassess and understand boundaries again and that they're safe and that they can do things mm. and that we re-establish those boundaries they start to be much more kind of constructive in their interactions. Yeah and that's so interesting isn't it because actually what you're saying is you're allowed children to, ex- to express themselves yes. and then you come around that expression yes. whereas it, that's just the sort of antichrist if you like to prison. Yeah. It's like don't, don't express keep yes. it all in you, you'll be punished if you express yes. actually yes. so it's so interesting that you're allowed yeah. them to do that so important incredibly important and I just want to um, describe really what we're looking at here so we've got dolls houses we've got play kitchens play shops I recognise we have one in our house Um, a ball pool little seats for babies and bright rugs and toys and dressing up arts crafts books child heaven I'd say (laughs) it it is gorgeous isn't it all of this was donated by our local community Mm. all of it if I open this door and we go this I don't know whether it will open oh yes it's nice to get some oh, I don't know why it's so hot today so the outside space so a lovely climbing frame Yes. Lovely steep slide. Looks like you could get a bit of speed up on that thing. It does, doesn't it? Actually, I'd really like <laughs> a little to have cushion a go at the myself. bottom. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things as well about the design of the building is because it's a courtyard design, so the outside areas are in the middle. Mm. It lends itself perfectly for security, so we can. Um, keep the building much safer because we can have CCTVs all the way round. And so, is that a CCTV that I'm looking yes. at up in the corner that yes. looks like a lamppost, actually? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, is that hidden on yes. purpose? Yes. So, in the office, we're able to see most angles of. You know, obviously, you can't see everything because you'd have to have continuous CCTVs. But it's very well designed. And how often do you have a problem with maybe men turning up? Not very often. I mean, we've been open two years now, um, and I think we've probably had a couple of incidents uh, because it is pretty much tucked away. And also, you know, we ask the women not to tell anyone what the address is, and we try to keep it secret, but we can't keep it secret Mm. from the community um, nearby. But they're much more likely to come and tell us now if there's some sort of a problem. And I've always felt very uncomfortable about that siege mentality for women Mm. in refuge that, you know, they're already having to leave their homes behind. Their children can't bring their friends back here. They can't have their family here for obvious reasons. And then if the perpetrator finds them they've got to move so we try not to we're trying to move away from that that kind of view really and um, we did have a perpetrator who turned up in the car park not long ago and we rang the police immediately who knew that he was quite dangerous and their solution was to leave a police car there for two weeks in our car park wow worked perfectly it was such a good idea you know so we wouldn't have been able to do that at the old refuge because yeah. it just didn't it didn't lend itself to that. That's amazing. And, and have you seen like a, a sort of shift in the police mentality over domestic violence? Because certainly, yeah, you know, it see it, they seem to be a lot sort of further on compared yeah. to ten years ago. Say they certainly are a lot further on than they were ten years ago. Um, I, I think some of it depends on 
how well trained they are mm. and it also depends on individuals there is still a job of work to do I yeah have to say. absolutely but, yeah because it's one thing keeping the women safe but actually if we're not doing the work with the men yeah. and helping them through the issues that they have that make them violent yeah. in the first place yeah it's futile yeah mm. and also you know i think it, we've, we've worked hard to get rid of that victim blaming that you get sometimes mm. you know it's her own fault she shouldn't have let him back into the house yeah, or she should, she should, yeah, like it's really easy just to leave your yeah. children yeah. and your husband behind in your yeah. home and your life yeah. and your friends i think that's probably the, the biggest challenge is is to, to change that attitude Do you really. still come up against that quite a lot with sort of friends and you know, certainly amongst other agencies like social services and the police, you sometimes think, you're living in the last century. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it, 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 those attitudes are very ingrained, aren't exactly. they? Exactly. And so then this inward-facing design that you have that's centred around the central courtyard, um, again, was that a sort of design that came through the women, sort of saying they... Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. We visited two or three refugees over the years to see what we could find and explain to them what different models we'd seen we couldn't really take them with us but we came back and explained to them and without a shadow of a doubt this model was their preferred model right um partly because i think you know they had this vision that they you know not all women get on well together in refuges they come with all sorts of problems Natural, you know, isn't it? yeah. That's sometimes it, you just don't like everybody you meet, <laughs> yeah. do you? And we can't expect that. But one of the strong things about refugees that you know sometimes they form friendships that last forever. They bond and they mm. help each other with their children, and quite often become volunteers or even staff here. You yeah. know, and I think that they had that vision that this centre would provide that space for everything that makes a refuge a refuge, mm. really. Absolutely, because I, yeah. I suppose there's also something around the fact that it is just a fact of life that we're all going to be around people that we don't get on with and that annoy us. And yes. so actually, yes. uh, you know, getting them to deal with flats. that too. Yes, exactly. Yes. And, and yeah. getting, I suppose, teaching yeah. men or women to live with people that yeah. um, you know you wouldn't necessarily want to be around too much, but we have to most we of the time. We have to, and it's about learning to negotiate your relationships mm. and to know where your boundaries are and to trust again yeah which is a, a, a big challenge yeah I think. It's sort of emotional intelligence isn't it, it? Is. and i think you know i enjoy that term emotional Me intelligence too, yeah. because i think it's yeah. something we all need to sort of work yes. on i think a lot more and and i'd love to see more of that sort of happening in the younger years yes. and sort of coming up because yes. it's it's so vital yes yeah, yeah. so how much do you think that this architecture here is um, central in forming good relationships and friendships. How important is that? Um, I think it's 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 very important. Um, I think that you can see that you know teenagers are able to support each other in their own spec. They have their own particular space to do that. They're self-contained flats, so the women and children have their own homes. They're also part of an enclosed and very safe community, so they're not just neighbours, they're here for the same reason. And, um, and I think that the architecture lends itself incredibly well to them being able to get the best from us, but the best from each other if that's what they want. Edwina was speaking to Dickie James, Chief Executive of Staffordshire Women's Aid. The Justice Podcast is brought to you in association with One Small Thing. For more information, go to onesmallthing.org.uk.
Justice is an MIM production. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.